0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Christina Riley with Studio Beanhead, and you're watching the Caffeinated Inspiration Podcast. Today I have Ed Van Zant with me, and he is a good friend of mine. We used to work together um, back in my oil and gas days. Ed, why don't you tell everybody the drink that you chose. I want to say it's not coffee, and I was very surprised, but it sounds pretty good.
1: It's uh, green tea with the uh, chamomile, mm-hmm. and also the uh, turmeric. I think it's Camarillo. I think it's Camarille Oh, no, no. There. No, it's That's not. Tumer- you okay, don't know what you're sorry. drinking.
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what he's drinking. He's drinking a yummy green hot cinnamon tea. Yes. With some turmeric and ginger added to that. That's it. So you don't have to know what it is. You just got to know <laughs> that you like it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I called Ed the other day, and I asked him what kind of, how does he like his coffee? And I was surprised he does not drink coffee, so... I think it's kind of cool what he's drinking. I
1: really like the turmeric. Uh, it tastes good to me and uh, has a lot of uh, uh, good uh, medicinal properties that uh, that go along with it. So uh, it's like a win-win on the turmeric for me.
0: You know, I had never had turmeric in a drink before until I talked to you on the phone. I'm like, I want to try that. And yeah. so I went to uh, Natural Grocers or Sprouts or somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah. I think I went to Sprouts. Yeah. And um, and then I found all these different things and I didn't know what to get. So I just got a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, just, I tried one. I smelt that tea bag and it kind of scared me. <laughs> but I thought, well, if you combine it with, you know, the... Yes. green tea hot green tea, cinnamon and then cinnamon, it, you yeah. know that probably kind of tames down that turmeric yep. but i tried a turmeric latte for the first time because of you yeah yeah and i liked it it it's was good, good. it it's was good. really good it was called turmeric chai so oh wow i did not that. know that existed
1: me either i just yeah. saw the plain turmeric. but it was good
0: so. it was really good so it made me feel shot. all healthy yeah, yeah. <laughs> good stuff kind <laughs> of try new things good stuff yep I brought him here today because we want to talk about the topic of overcoming negative work environments and toxic situations. We both uh, experienced negative toxic working environments and it's, it's a tough thing, you know, and a lot of people don't talk about it. I don't really see a whole lot of stuff online about it. And so from a Christian perspective, we just kind of wanted to come here today and just kind of chat about it. What is it like going through that and how can you live and go through that? Um, And see some hope in that situation.
1: Right. I think uh, uh, a toxic environment uh, really uh, uh, affects your your work, your Mm -hmm. thought pattern, your thinking. It forces you to focus on other things other than what you're trying to do, what you're trying to get accomplished. And uh, it just makes your job that much harder. It uh, makes everything that much worse because now you're focusing on other stuff other than just what you're needing to do. My confidence that I always had in a toxic environment is to just focus on what uh, God brought me there for. I came to that company to do a job and I want to do the job the best way I can. Mm -hmm. I want to put in a good solid eight hours or 10 hours or however long it takes. But there's always obstacles. Mm -hmm. Toxic environment is an obstacle.
0: Well, you know, you can kind of grow into, like, a weariness, too, because, like, it's one of those things where it's easy to say toxic work environment, but, you know, when you're living it, right. you're just kind of stuck in it, right. and it's like you're there, right. and it feels like forever, like it will never change.
1: It kind of reminds me of the old movie, The Twilight Zone, right? Yeah. Ding, you know? Yeah. You mm-hmm. kind of walked into, a, you know, this setting, mm-hmm. and you're like... Uh, how do I get out of here? Yeah, you know I'm in it now. How do I get out of it?
0: I found a scripture that said that we overcome evil by doing good. Doing good, yes. And um, that was I was kind of prayerfully thinking this morning before this podcast before we started. I wanted God to give me a scripture, and that's the scripture yes. that you know came came to me this morning. That's a good one. Um, but you know, thinking about it, that is so true. And you know, you can't control the people that are around you. So you might be surrounded by like all of these negative people. And you can't change them right? at all, right. but you can change yourself right? and you can choose to do good exactly. in the midst of it.
1: I'm always reminded of that scripture that, uh, in the book of Psalms, it talks about, uh, seek him early while he may be found. Mm. So if you come to work, to a work environment, knowing that it's going to be hostile, uh, if you seek God early in the morning yeah. with your normal prayer life, um, when you enter into that uh, hostile environment you can almost feel the angels that God has already set around you mm. to shield you mm. all you have to do is just focus on what you have to do yeah it's it's it, it sounds easy but yeah. it's not yeah you just have to stay focused for eight hours or however long you have to stay just praying that everything would get better mm-hmm. so you can focus little bit more on what you're trying to do
0: talking about focus it's hard to focus sometimes you know in the world that we live in it's everything instantaneously and yes. you're so used to getting things so quickly you just google it if you have a question right. and then when you're stuck in something that's like long suffering it's really right. hard right to f- stay focused exactly. on the positive
1: <laughs> exactly
0: i remember whenever i was in a, a negative working environment um, I did not do what you said, and I was spiritually starving myself and I was not doing well. <laughs> yeah. I was a totally different person then than I was than I am today. Yeah. Um, and I, I starved myself from God's word. I was not seeking him early in the mornings. Mm. I dreaded going to work. Yep. I woke up ugh, like with the bad attitude and then I went to work and then I was in a negative in- environment. And then I just felt more. I was making myself spiritually sicker, you know, more emotionally sicker. Right. But what I discovered, for me, is that through that season, God was teaching and training me mm-hmm. through that long suffering to forgive, to walk in love, right. to sharpen me, exactly, and to mold me, we all have and a to push me to out. Yeah. So sometimes, uh, do you agree to that? Do you think that sometimes oh, you yeah. can be in a situation and it's actually training for something new? good for
1: you exactly god is always a teaching god god is always teaching us how to overcome those obstacles Mm -hmm. and once he gets us to a place where we can listen to him he pours out his wisdom when he pours out his wisdom when we capture that wisdom we apply it to the day-to-day i'm just blown away of how many times i've been in a toxic environment And I couldn't think of anything else but what God was trying to tell me of Mm -hmm. how to get through that. Mm -hmm. I can remember a scripture that uh, talks about the enemy, talks about Satan, and it says he comes for nothing but to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Well, a toxic environment has all of those elements. Mm -hmm. A toxic environment steals your joy. It kills your joy. And eventually it destroys you to where you now have basically... By appearance, given into this toxic environment, mm-hmm. now you're trying to combat it, but you don't have the right tools to fight it. Mm-hmm. The right tools is is God's word. Yeah, it's not a physical war. It's not a physical battle. It's a mental yeah. battle, and that's how you fight that toxic environment. Again, it sounds easy, mm-hmm. but it takes um, a deeper trust in God to know how to deal with those types of environments. So I do think it's a, it's a lesson that God always teaches us.
0: And, you know, sometimes when you're in those environments, you know, you might feel alone or you might feel like God is, has forgotten you. Um, I, I felt that. I, I really did. I, I felt alone. I felt like, uh, well, that maybe God didn't care about me anymore. Like I really, I, I really struggled um, in some areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if you and, don't hear
1: from him, you think, Yeah, and if you're,
0: going. if you're praying for, you know, God to take you out of that situation and then, and then he's silent. Sometimes we interpret that silence as, uh, I don't care about you anymore or I'm, right. you're not worth my time, right. but that's really not the case. Nope. A lot of the times, you know, he, that I've discovered when he's silent, Um, he's working behind the scenes and fighting your battles for you. And I remember there was some times with me that, uh, when I was going through some toxic, uh, work environments, uh, situations, um, I actually prayed to God, uh, one time and, (laughs) and God answered me. And it was during a quiet season where I, I felt like God was being silent. And, uh, and I, and I, I asked him, where are you? you know I, I i don't know if i said it that way but I, I in my heart i was basically you know asking god where are you in this in my life i i feel like i'm alone um you know why aren't you answering my prayers do you do you still hear me you know type of a a thing and right. um you know god revealed in my heart that you know i'm closer than ever right than you can even imagine exactly. and one thing that really stood out to me is You know how the Bible talks about how God is, when he speaks to his children, it's like, but a whisper. Right. And the enemy yells at us, right? Like screams and like sometimes that negative is so overwhelming and like that's all you can hear. And if you're around all, you know, and the enemy can work through people. Right. um, But... You know, and so if you hear all this negative and it's like this, this enemy, like yelling at you, Mm -hmm. you can forget sometimes that God speaks with, but a whisper, but this is what was so powerful. That really helped me, um, was the reason why God speaks in a whisper is because he's so close to us. That's why he whispers is he's so close. That's good. And it's because he's here. Yep. And the enemy has to scream because he can't get close to you. And so, you know, the enemy is a deceiver. And so that's one of, I think, that's one of the deceiving tactics that he uses with his loud chatter um, is to deceive us, making us think that, you know, God's abandoned us or God's uh, left us to fend for ourselves. But
1: that's
0: That's not the case. case. And, you know, when we're uh, going through that, He's, he's often carrying us through it and we don't even realize it. Exactly. You know,
1: exactly. He's always there. Yeah. It's just the matter of, are we listening? Are we applying what he's saying? Yeah. Because God always talks about how, before we even get challenged or tempted with those types of negatives, he always talks about him being there. Mm -hmm. He was there. Yeah. Where we listening? Mm-hmm. that's the whole thing, and uh, you have to just have it, that ear for God. I mean it's just like the um, it's just like the animal world, okay? I'll put mm-hmm. it that way. I like to watch wildlife a lot, you yeah. know nature and everything. When cheetah, you know, um, lions lions and cheetahs are you uh, out with their cubs, the female, she has a distinct call hmm. for her babies that only they can hear. There is a distinct call, and other animals can hear it, but it's not as bold, it's not as deep, it's not as uh, threatening. This is a distinct call, Mm -hmm. that no matter where the babies are hiding in a time of trouble, when when the mother makes that distinct voice, that call those babies come from out of their hiding places and come straight to her because they know her voice. Wow. Isn't that the same way yeah. that God's word that's, is? That's good. God's word is exactly mm-hmm. the same way. We, we have to know his voice. Mm-hmm. Once we know his voice, it doesn't matter what we're, we're challenging. We're going to always know that uh, he's there. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I really like that. He's, he's closer than you yeah. think. Yeah, and boy, I love that. Mm-hmm. He's closer than you think. So it's mm-hmm. good stuff.
0: Could you share with us maybe some feelings that you went through, uh, whenever you went through long suffering in a work environment, and kind of your mental state, and then how or when did it shift back into focus
1: for yeah. positive? Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of times you never see it because you want you want change now, you want yeah. change immediately. Yeah. But also God, makes it so hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, God is always making the changes behind the scenes, sometimes you don't even see it. I always stick to that scripture that talks about having done all the stand, stand. Yeah. Mm. And what I really mean by that is that if you know you're being faced with a challenge, you know you're being persecuted, the first thing you want to do is that you want to build yourself up on the most holy faith. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about get really into God's word, get into prayer, get into fasting, Mm -hmm. and when those challenges come, like the Bible says, like God's Word says, having done all the stand, stand. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do any more. Just stand. Even if you don't see the results, stand. Mm -hmm. And and the reason for that, I think, is because you know you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Then you start seeing results. Once you see results, God always brings it back and says, "See, I was doing this behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I was doing that behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, you could have died right here, mm-hmm. but I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have been injured seriously here, but yeah. I was there. You know, and it's always the result after you have that confidence. Bible talks about the confidence. This is the confidence that we have in Him. Mm-hmm. We can ask anything according to His will, and He will hear us. Mm-hmm. He will hear us." again it goes back to like you were saying he's right there yeah you don't have to yell you don't have to shout you don't have to take out an ad in the newspaper you don't have to uh, to broadcast it mm-hmm. it's just a really a personal relationship between you and God that he answers prayers he mm-hmm. hears you and he answers prayers
0: yeah. and it's not always on your timing not
1: always on your timing and we
0: have to learn to accept that that's, yeah. that's it's a hard thing to do it's easier to say it than right. to do it
1: Right. God's, uh, God's timing is not our timing. And mm-hmm. uh, we always want, because uh, we come from a mean generation, yeah. uh, we want everything done our way. We mm-hmm. want, uh, when we snap our fingers, we want something to happen. That's why they have those lights and stuff. Now you clap your hands yeah. and all that stuff goes yeah. on. But that's not reality. Reality is that it's not your timing, it's God's timing. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that we have to turn around And understand that when we call on God, we have to wait on God, Mm -hmm. whether we see the results or not. It's like the prayer has been sent, Mm -hmm. and it's done. You don't have to wake up the next morning like uh, uh, I say traditionalists do. Wake up the next morning and quote the same prayer and send the same prayer in every day. God heard heard it the first time. He heard it the first time. Yeah, you just don't see the results yet the way you want to see them, mm-hmm. but he's working.
0: Well, I I heard once um, from a preacher that you know whenever you're tempted to keep praying the same prayer over and over and over, he he challenged he challenged us to on the next on those over and over and over moments, to actually kind of pray it differently. Don't pray it for the first time. Add thank you for doing this for me. Right, and then it it kind of it. It's like uh, just walking in that faith, you know, keeping yourself in that faith. Yep. And But it's, yeah, I've I've been there, you know, where you pray something and, you know, you just, you think, well, maybe he didn't hear me. And then you feel like, I'm going to pray it again, <laughs> you know, and then you... <laughs> A little bit louder. Know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll change my words or, you know, but, you know, God knows our hearts. Right. And, right. you know, sometimes even whenever we don't know what to pray, right. you know, you can just... He sees in your heart. Yes. And uh Well you, you know, know he, being the being the author
1: being the author and the finisher of our yeah. faith. He knows our every needs, he knows our every wants. Mm-hmm. He knows he knows before we even form it in our mind as an actual uh uh need yeah. that we think we have. Mm-hmm. God already knows we have that. Yeah. And uh that's the uh that's the good thing about it. God makes sure that he wants to let us know that he always hears us mm-hmm. but we don't operate in our timing it's God's timing
0: mm-hmm. so you know if you're going through a, a difficult situation today maybe you're see yourself um, in a job that you hate or maybe you're in a in a very toxic environment and you feel trapped um, I just you know hope that this conversation was able to help you today Uh, to get refocused and to remember that you're loved by God. Yes. And just to know that, you know, even though you might be going through a a temporary season of long suffering, that it is temporary and that God is close. Yes. So, you know, if you just keep God, your focus, it's, it's easier said than done, but just, you know, you know, just try to shift that focus back that, you know, you're not alone. Um, I just hope that you take that away from today.
1: Yes. Amen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Ed, for coming thank by you. and sharing a cup of tea and coffee with me. I,
1: I never I never want to turn down an opportunity to talk about God and what he does for me in my life. So I appreciate it. Appreciate you inviting me.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thanks. See ya. You've been listening to Caffeinated Inspiration, brought to you by Studio Beanhead. Now, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to just spend this time with me and I hope and pray that you have a blessed day and that you've enjoyed this time with me over a nice cup of coffee or whatever your beverage of choice is. I appreciate you. I really do.